0: Welcome, welcome
1: to the Rhythm and Love podcast. I'm your co-host, Melvin. And I'm your other co-host, Nick. Thanks for checking out the show, guys. Melvin, how are you? Man, I'm pretty good. How about you? Uh, I am super happy. Why are you happy? I know you got something. This is episode 10 of Rhythm and Love. Double (laughs) digits! Double digits! We did it! (laughs) Nice! Yep. I remember hearing a stat once that uh, the average podcast is seven episodes, and then people give up on them. No way. Yes. <laughs> so we've exceeded that. We nice. hit double digits. Awesome. And it's because of everyone who listens to this show. Because we are still five stars. Yes. Apple Podcasts. We have nine ratings. <laughs> Help us if you hear this right now on Apple Podcasts. Just go, hit that five star, and then we'll have double digit ratings. Yes! For the double-digit episode. Yes! I love it. Oh, so so happy. Double digits. That's all we care about now.
0: Well, congratulations, my friend. Thanks for well, being Well, no. Congratulations you? to
1: you, sir. No, to you. Yes, to you. <laughs> all right. You well, know, so- I was super happy with this week's guest. Yeah, she was awesome. Nick, why don't you tell us a bit about her? This week's guest, you either know her as Gen Z, the musician or you might know her as Generation DIY from her YouTube channel. So she started her YouTube channel when she was super young, and it was just her filming her life. And as it's evolved over the last few years, she now has over 2.6 million followers on YouTube. And her videos range from, you know, DIY fashion videos makeup tutorials, thrift shopping, house renovation videos she's done, literally does daily like vlogs about her life and everything. And she also started experimenting with doing music videos. So singing some of her favorite songs, top songs of the year and everything. And that actually inspired her to launch her music career. So if you go on Apple Music, Spotify, Google Music, and search Gen Z, you'll see a couple singles out on there right now. And later on this interview, we actually learned about some new music that she's going to be coming out with pretty soon. And uh, her first single, her first big single is called Falling to Your Knees. We talked about that, the deeper meaning and the message behind the song and the video. We talked about launching that YouTube career and just how much life experience she has had already at such a young age
0: i mean yeah she had a lot of great advice for young people trying to get into the youtube world how to create like a community and build that up she also just opened up quite a bit about her own life which had a lot of wisdom in there and there's a lot of stuff to take from it and
1: yeah she was just a wonderful person to talk to absolutely well let's not waste any more time let's get into the chat so if you're starting to run out of puns like we are right now (laughs) or you want to go thrift shopping or do some internet shopping grab yourself a drink and enjoy the show hey hey how you doing no worries how
2: are you guys
1: Not too bad. Fantastic. Where
2: are you guys um, based?
0: We are from London, Ontario.
2: Oh, Canadians. Yeah, Yeah,
0: fellow Canadians.
2: (laughs) Yeah, love that.
0: You're out in BC, yeah? Yeah. Yeah. It's
2: uh, pretty gloomy here today.
0: Is it super rainy?
2: Not raining today, but it's been raining a lot. But that's pretty normal for here. So has it started snowing there yet?
1: yeah uh, a little bit like it like it's weird like we got like a huge dump of snow a week ago um, and then like that was it it was one day where it snowed a lot and then like it's been nine days of like somewhat warm weather yeah so it's like slowly going away yeah that's fantastic like they're calling for a bunch of rain this weekend So oh. every, all of this is gonna go away anyway mm.
2: i wanted to either start snowing or just be sunny
1: <laughs> how much yeah. snow do you normally get out there
2: not much most years it doesn't snow at all
0: yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. you're Vancouver mm-hmm. oh yeah it's just kind of rainy
2: just kind of rainy all year yeah. long
0: yeah <laughs> and uh seven degrees in the winter
2: <laughs> yeah so it's like not that cold I guess I we, we have it here but I got the heaters going and it's very cozy in here
0: fantastic Fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> um well hey thank you very much for coming on to the show
1: um yeah thanks for having me what was it like growing up there uh bc kind of thing
2: Mm, i mean lots of like going to the parks and like hiking and all the mountain stuff Uh, i feel like vancouver is a really nice place to grow up it's very like peaceful and um it's a good place to grow up and retire i always say um (laughs) yeah
0: (laughs) you never have to leave
2: yeah exactly what i'm doing now like i can technically do it from anywhere so that's really great
0: yeah i mean that's like amazing yeah you've got that that vibe where yeah you could go on vacation and still be working on the beach or yeah like it's forever. very lucky yeah that's um <laughs> But anyways, we're going to jump into it. Uh, we've got a bunch to talk about between you launching your music career and releasing music. But you also have built your own YouTube channel and career with over like 2.5 million subscribers.
2: Yeah, it's crazy.
0: Uh, how <laughs> was that, building that?
2: Mm, well, I started when I was 15 and I was just like a wee little tot and I like didn't know what I was doing I just started for fun and so I do DIY videos and a lot of like room makeover stuff and like fashion videos now but one day I was just bored and making a DIY and I was like I might as well just try filming it and so I taught myself how to film and edit and I edited on this um like those giant computers like the microsoft it was like circa 1995 and it ran so slow <laughs> i don't even know how i got the video out but i got it out eventually and um luckily i i was able to upgrade later on so no longer <laughs> that's no longer with us
1: that's fantastic that's awesome so like watching your videos and whatnot being ready for this uh, conversation today You're quite open and uh, transparent with your subscribers and fans, you know, talking about, like, relationships that you have, you know, dropping out of NYU and everything. And, like, you even recently started talking about, like, the benefits of going to therapy. How does it feel in, like, being so open with not only, like, your subscribers and fans, but, like, strangers from all over the world?
2: Yeah, it's kind of weird because I... And I'm not very much of an open person in real life, like even with my friends and family, but somehow on the internet with this community that I've built, it feels really comfortable. And like, we're all very supportive of each other. And I think that's something to be said about like internet culture. Of course, there's, there's many negative aspects of social media and stuff. We all know. Um, But I think this is one of the positives that you can find so many people that can relate to you and that you can relate to other people. And I think it's definitely taken these years, like these seven years on YouTube for me to like gain this confidence. And even with music, I, my first channel was actually a singing channel, (laughs) but It was so embarrassing. I posted a cover and it's like completely wiped from the internet. (laughs) And um, yeah, so at the time I was like, yeah, I want to, I either want to do singing or DIYs. And at the time I just wasn't confident enough to like share my music and sing in front of people. So now I'm kind of coming back to my roots and it's taken these years on YouTube for me to build up um, the ability to like share more i guess like intimate parts of myself and be more personal yeah
0: well that's amazing what kind of um what kind of tips would you have to give somebody
2: for general life or like building confidence i would say to fake it till you make it is like such a big thing for me because you you just act you act like you know what you're doing and then eventually you just feel it um and as for like building an audience i think being authentic is so important and it's so cliche but it's honestly true. And I feel like nowadays people especially just want to feel like you're a real person and have something to connect with. And so I feel like in that way I've been able to build this like really um close knit audience.
0: Yeah. That's amazing. Um the fake it till you make it thing, that's always something my mom said. To me, and I was watching um, on Netflix the the holiday movies that made us, and there was a segment on Danny Elfman doing the musical, the music score. And in the '80s, he was in a rock band, nothing to do with musical scores. And mm-hmm. his manager hit him up and said, "You want to do the musical score? I think it was for the Nightmare, the Night Before Nightmare Before Christmas." Yeah. And he just said, F it, I'll do it." And that launched him into a career. And that's, you know, he had no clue. And that was one of his big fears. Yeah,
2: Yeah, that's so interesting. I feel like sometimes you just have to, like, take risks and hope it pays off. Of course, like, sometimes you can fail, but you also learn from it. So taking risks and, like, putting yourself outside of your comfort zone is so important, especially in a creative field. You kind of never know what's going to happen and what's going to hit. So
1: for sure like yeah like you just said too like you know being open about it like you had a video that you released earlier this year the ugly truth behind my uh behind my videos where you mm-hmm. showed like it's not all just fun and games kind of like it's late night editing it's just you know making sure you had the proper shot and everything uh, what like did it was that a difficult video to kind of make to kind of give a peek behind the curtain for that or was that something that you think hey this is something everyone should kind of learn
2: it was a pretty difficult video for me to make and put out cuz before that point I never really shared that much about my life like I did vlogs here and there but I've I never shown like me like breaking down and talking about these uncomfortable things but it was actually for me watching other people film similar types of things like opening up that I felt comfortable and Yeah, I think a lot of people are opening up more on social media, which I really love to see, um, because as much as I love my job and it's so fun, I get to have a flexible schedule and do stuff that I'm passionate about, there's a lot of drawbacks because it's so, like, I'm my own boss, I have to create my own schedule, and a lot of the times I'm just working, like, every hour that i'm awake because it's not like a strict 9 to 5 right. um but yeah it's it's been hard to like try to navigate that especially after leaving school and like becoming an adult and having responsibilities but I I guess we're all just trying to figure it out. And especially with this year, it's like, it's all up in the air and who knows what's going to (laughs) happen. Absolutely.
0: Yeah. You know what? I was just saying to you, I made a pact with my roommate yesterday about COVID that, you know, everybody was saying each week, it seems to change, you know, one day you're in orange, then next week you're in red and you're locking down. And I was like, let's make a pact next year. I'm going to say things are going to change differently for the better on a positive, you know, and let's see if that actually works. And, you know, who knows things might yeah. get better.
2: Put it out into the universe.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. I also wanted to touch on basically what you're just talking about, like feeling like you are working all day, every waking hour. Um, what kind of tips would you have or like, what's kind of your strategy to balancing all this?
2: Mm. Um. I think a big thing for me is, has been separating my workspace from my personal space. So I used to just work out of my bedroom, like I would edit in my bed and it got really bad because I would just like have no personal life. I didn't know like the line between what was just me and then what was me for the internet. And I... So I, would like, built myself this little studio, which I'm in right now, and this is where I work out of, but I'm kind of here, like, all hours of the day, which, is like, kind of defeated the purpose, but it's still a separate space from, like, where I sleep and, like, just be my own little person. Right. Um, So I think that's really important and also mentally just like separating the two. I mean, I'm trying to still work on that, but just knowing what is work and what is personal, I think that's something everyone has to decide for themselves if they want to pursue something in social media. And that's, it's really a line that I'm constantly trying to find. So, yeah.
1: Wow. That's a challenge. Mm -hmm. That's amazing. Every year we notice you've done like a montage compilation of like the top songs of the year and everything. So has music always been a part of your life?
2: Yeah, I've been playing piano since I was like six, so almost two decades, like 15 years, 16 years. And so I was classically trained. I also played, like, violin and flute and the school band and, like, drums and all these different instruments. But singing, I've never really been, like, um, I guess, like, officially trained before. I just really, I guess I just picked it up because I was doing all these musical instrument things and I really liked it. I was in the school choir, but like I said before, I was just not very confident and very shy, like closed off. And so I wasn't able to share my voice with people. And I just feel like songwriting is one of the only ways that I feel comfortable, even just like get better at songwriting. Cause the songs I wrote when I was 11, I don't even, they are about like, I mean, I had probably about like my lunch and
0: how it taste <laughs> nice that's fair well you write what your reality is right
2: yeah exactly 11
0: lunch is lunch is, reality. Lunch, is yeah.
2: lunch is crucial
0: <laughs> still is there should be more songs about lunch
2: yeah <laughs> i'll put that down on the list
0: nice yeah <laughs> um well what are some of your musical influences
2: i am i love pop and i've like grown up listening to pop and um so like dua lipa and Ariana Grande, Sagrid Um I've actually been really into like more rock stuff lately. Okay. Um like pop rock, like MGK and Miley oh. Cyrus just put out a really cool album. Um I can't get over how great the new MGK album is <laughs> so
1: good. Is so good. It is old it's pop punk and it's fantastic. Like. Yeah.
2: I love it. And so, yeah, that style from, like, the 2000s is, like, coming back, and I'm yes. like really here for it. Yeah. Um,
1: So you have a couple of songs on streaming services right now, some of your original ones. Um, So what made you kind of, you know, you, I like, kind of step out, like, you know what, I'm going to start doing some more music stuff on top of your YouTube.
2: I think it was just getting to a point where I was doing these DIYs for, like four or five years and I wanted to branch out um, just like try something new and music has always been something that I've loved doing and I just wanted to try singing I was like let's see if people respond to this and so I put out my first song in like 2016 or something 2016 17 and at the time I was like oh my god this is like so fun looking back at the song like No, I definitely think I've grown as a songwriter. (laughs) (laughs) But we all have to to have that. Yes. Yeah, we all have to start somewhere. So yeah, I think I'm very proud of myself, no matter what, that I I like started somewhere and put that out because I think for me it was just like something I was really scared to do and outside of my comfort zone. And um, I think the the just getting started is always the the hardest part and then after that you just like have you have a baseline and you can go from there
0: right yeah did would you say that you felt a little a little scared starting to do music because you know like the whole concept of like ten thousand hours you would we were just literally talking about this before we were chatting with you um but you built this massive youtube channel and it's like okay now i'm gonna start singing and i gotta start where i started like similar to the youtube channel right
2: yeah it's it's a really interesting thing because it's like my the stuff that i do on youtube is not music at all like the stuff that i was doing prior to music that i'm still doing and so it's kind of hard to find a balance between the two and like kind of bring them together because my um ingrained audience is they came for the DIY stuff. And so a lot of them are like, wait, what's going on? But thankfully I've had really, really positive responses to my music stuff. And it seems like everyone still wants to hear more from me. So that's been amazing. Um, but yeah, it's just been interesting. Cause it's like a weird combo right. and it's not really stuff that goes together, but I have found that like starting the whole year, um, music thing I my DIY skills have really come in handy because I like this my newest song that just came out I really just like DIY'd it low budgeted it and I recorded it in my bedroom with a bunch of like blankets and pillows to <gasps> I saw down. that video
0: <laughs> that was amazing your little vocal yeah, move. <laughs> yeah.
2: yeah but very very low budget and so I think just trying to figure out things creatively has been great with music too and um i don't have all this fancy equipment i'm kind of just like a beginner in the music industry but i think it's been really fun to try to like navigate
0: yeah absolutely well uh a little bit of good news for you i texted my sister i was like do you know this girl named gen z she's like yeah i know her she's starting to pop off actually so oh my god there
2: you go (laughs) (laughs)
1: yeah very very cool um yeah so your most re- recent single that you've talked about a couple times the uh falling to your knees yes it's a great song i've definitely watched the video a few times and everything and the behind the scenes <laughs> yeah <laughs> but like it actually is inspired by like a hate comment you got on the youtube video right Mm-hmm. can you like yeah. play the situation a bit more at all or
2: yeah, so it was, I wrote this back in, I think, like, April or May. And this was kind of at the start of the peak of the, the pandemic. And um, I was just, like, dealing with a lot of, like, racism that I've never had to really deal with before so explicitly. Whoa. And so I, I was, like, arguing with this one person in the comments. And I was just, like, it was, I was so frustrated and I was, like, how is this like how is this still happening in 2020 right. and of course like i'm not the only one who has to deal with this and so i i i decided to um stop responding and i like put my frustration out into the song and the lyrics and i it's a response to that one situation but also i feel like it's a compilation of a lot of thoughts that i've had over the years and i know a lot of other people deal with this and so i just hope that people can find some sort of empowerment in it and relate it to their own lives in their own way. Um, And also, I, I just enjoy making like angry slash sad pop music so hopefully people can also like have some jam sessions in quarantine
1: (laughs) absolutely yeah and that's the thing too like you can tell by like the video and whatnot like standards set by the media and everything like that like Mm -hmm. we need to do this in order to be like you know to achieve this and whatnot like you even tackled that the video as well and you know so you're 22 correct Mm -hmm. and like you like said you've been in the like the the public's eyes since you started your youtube channel seven years ago kind of thing so you've kind of had to you've had extra pressure on top of it so i just want to say props to you for uh, you know doing such a writing such a great song and powerful message
2: Thank you so much. Yeah, I, this song is like my baby and I hope that people can like find some sort of confidence and like empowerment and like realize that they can stand up for themselves and what they believe in. And it's kind of, it's kind of like the version of myself that I want to be. I'm still working towards that. And so it's again, like the fake it till you make it thing. I'm like putting it out and hopefully it'll become me.
0: That's amazing. You know what? Like, that's that's so important with music. I, I really relate to what you just said there. Um, music allows you to be a certain person and try to live up to that expectation, which it could also go, you know, the wrong way where you feel, you mm-hmm. beat yourself up. Ah, how come I didn't act like that the way I wanted to today? And it's just, but yeah, music does really help just make you. <laughs>
2: mm-hmm. so, yeah, it's, it's like creating this, way. like, alternate version of yourself it's right. really fun it's kind of like being an actor but like in the in the music world
0: yes
1: absolutely yeah, yeah i love it a lot um so do you have plans on recording some more original music soon kind of thing maybe come out with an ep or yeah you think just do the single drops
2: <laughs> i am always writing and recording stuff it's kind of hard to like balance the youtube career with the music career um right. but yeah i'm always writing stuff um i am working on an ep Ooh, yeah. nice. exciting addictive. stuff but also like i have no idea when it's gonna come out because the world is in shambles so <laughs> <laughs> i mean singles coming up definitely in the new year and then an ep hopefully so yeah that's the general plan
0: that's fantastic awesome. um let's let's dive into a bit of uh the music process for you what do you start with chord progression melody lyric. i
2: think it really it really depends on the song i have sometimes i've i just like wake up from my almost falling asleep and i'm like oh my god i have a song idea so i pull up my voice notes and just like record a Melody that I think is genius. And then in the morning, I listen back and I'm like, this sounds terrible. <laughs> <laughs> or uh, sometimes I'll have like a cool lyric idea. I'll just write it down in my notes. Um, or sometimes I'll just have some time, play around with some chord progressions on the piano and then make lyrics up to that. It's really, it's a really different process for every song. Um, this past one was, I was just like, making some chord progressions on garage band right okay yeah and then i i already had that track and then so when i was like lyrically inspired i wrote it to this track i think it's really important to like mix it up and like try different yeah. ways to create songs so yeah, yeah. very
1: cool um I have the fun too is just like having like uh like a beat machine in front of you and just being like what ridiculous thing can i make yes yeah. right now? and like even this, like say that no one will ever hear but you're like i had fun doing this or it can transcend into like oh wait this actually isn't you know that bad let's try this and let's try adding this and
2: yeah yeah That's yeah, I want to be more like that, actually, because I'm very much like a perfectionist. And when I start making a track, I'm like, this has to be perfect. And then when it doesn't turn out, I'm like, oh, like, this sucks. Like, I just just wasted so much time doing this. But yeah, I think I, I'm just trying to have more fun with it and not put so much pressure on myself to make everything like the best track I've ever made.
0: Right? Yeah. I mean, like, if you Some of these bigger bands, like Foo Fighters or um, tons of it, like Blink-182, all these bands, a lot of these guys, they'll go into the studio with 30 songs Mm -hmm. and only 11 make it. But I totally understand being in a band myself. You're like, no, this song is the song. And then you write the next song. You're like, oh, well, (laughs) that's not as good
1: anymore.
2: (laughs) Yeah, I totally relate to that. Yeah, it kind of
1: (laughs) sucks. Yeah. So like, how does it feel like, you know, we kind of talked about earlier, you know, launching this music career and then like seeing the support from all your, like from a good chunk of your YouTube subscribers. Like, how does it feel being reassured? Like, okay, I can, I can make it with YouTube and this music career is going to start off with a pretty good support system as well.
2: It's been really great. And I think I, I definitely would not have like been able to, continue putting out music if i hadn't gotten that support because even with this last song i was like i made the song filmed the music video i was like super hyped about it and then about like two hours before it was gonna go live i started freaking out and i was like i am going to run away i want to abandon this like how do i stop it from going live on spotify (laughs) and then i and then it just like went live and i was like well i can't do anything about it now and then all the responses started pouring in like with all the love and support. And I was like, okay, thank God I didn't do anything. So it's, it's really been um, like a big part of building my confidence. Um,
0: do you know, do you listen to a girl named Brene Brown? Any chance?
2: Um, I don't think I've heard of her.
0: Okay. She's, um she's more like a public speaker. She did this wonderful Ted talk on vulnerability and You know, she talks about that scenario that you just said about two hours before the video comes out. (gasps) It sucks. Oh, I got to run. And that is such a common thing that happens to, like, everybody, especially in the creative world. And, um, yeah, she always talks about the best piece of advice is somebody who's in the arena, who's doing the work. Therefore you should not worry about the judgment from anybody else because you're the one who's in there doing the work and you just got to go with it and be brave about it and um yeah yeah
2: yeah I think something important that I've learned over the years is that you can't take you can't put too much weight on what other people say either like negativity or positivity so with all of the love and support as much as like I like love and appreciate that people support me I can't use that as a gauge for my own self-worth and confidence because if I take those positive comments as reality then I also have to take in the negative comments so it's really important for me to like build my self-image within myself and be confident in who I am no matter what other people say still working on that but that's like something important that I've learned that has really stuck with me
0: that's fantastic I love that Wow, that's really good. Everything you've learned from building the YouTube channel, is there certain techniques like for marketing that you're using with your music now?
2: I think a lot of my like marketing techniques are crossover from YouTube because that's kind of all I know. Right. And so I've actually like, I don't really know that much about the music industry because I feel like I'm such a baby in it. And, like, of course, my YouTube and, like, social media fo- following has been such a huge help in just, like, getting my music out there. Right. And so just, like, promoting across social media. I I don't know too much about, like, the traditional music industry and, like, marketing and all that kind of stuff. So, like, digital has been really great, and that's, like, what I know. So that's... Yeah, that's what I've been doing, just like using the power of social media.
0: There you well, go pretty much bang on, like that seems to be the
1: way to go right now. So mm-hmm. it worked out in your favor. Who has been like some of your inspiration, like to create your YouTube channel? Has there is there a YouTuber that you look up to that you either a like, it's, b, like I want to do what they're doing, or b you got to meet over the years and get advice from them and all, or
2: oh, um. I feel like I've, I've had different, like, favorite YouTubers over the years. Um, when I first started, it was this, like, group of teenage girls who were doing this, like, these DIY videos and, like, room tours. And it was, like, Bethany Moda and, like, I mean, it's probably not your guys' demographic, but it was, like, they were the the prime, like, the um, the fashionistas, like, They were, like, all the teen girls' idols. And, um, yeah, I've gotten to meet a bunch of, like, some of of my favorite YouTubers over the years, and I'm so grateful for those opportunities and, like, just getting to do all these cool things. Yeah, and, like, travel, and I miss traveling.
1: Oh, yeah, (laughs) yeah, right? (laughs) This is the one year I'm like, I'm going to do a bunch of traveling this year. Yeah, didn't happen.
2: (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Um, Yeah, but... Aside now, I don't know if it was just because I was like, Oh, I'm gonna do all these cool things. like in January, I was like, I'm gonna travel, I'm gonna do these things, and like I'm gonna become a better version of myself. And like none of that happened. But looking back, I'm like, would I actually have done those things?
1: Yeah. Was- Whoa, right. Lesson, well, too, is like <clears throat> I'm gonna make a better version of myself. But then this year you kind of like you learned, you know, how to take care of yourself a bit more. And mm-hmm. kind of we all kind of had to do that a little bit yeah. be like, Hey, like, this is what's important kind of thing in life. It's not this or that. It's, you know, I, I want to focus on this or right. Yeah. We get so lost in the hustle.
2: <laughs> yeah, that's true. Oh, the hustle. Yeah. I feel like hustle culture is, is uh, poisonous. it's poisonous. <laughs> yes. Toxic.
0: <laughs> yeah. But it seems to be like a, a couple years ago, that was all I would listen to is those motivational yeah. videos.
2: Me too. Work, work. work yeah. Do it. <laughs> you Get do up at day? 5 a.m. and grind. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> and you did it for a couple days, and you're like, "This is fun." And then, like a week later, you're
2: like, "I cannot." So yeah, and man. you start to break down. Yeah. It's terrible.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's a weird um, pressure on you. One of your first videos, you—it uh, seemed like you forcefully made your little brother do the chubby bunny challenge Um, (laughs) oh has uh, has he been willing to come back in any other videos recently at all or
2: yeah i literally last night i was like hey can you come downstairs and like help me take some instagram photos he was like oh like i don't want to do this (laughs) let me play league of legends
1: (laughs) how how old is your little brother now
2: he is turning 16 tomorrow oh Oh, wow
1: so he's he's definitely at that age where he's just like yeah do i have to do this
2: yeah he's the peak of like um the teen who's like so angsty and like oh like leave me alone <laughs> Dude,
1: you gotta do some billy you gotta write songs with your brother right now you, yeah. you the eggs, you'll have the you'll have some dark beats going the yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah that's a good idea maybe i'll force him to hang out with me
0: <laughs> yeah there you go that's awesome um also one more question about your music so once you write it do you mix yourself or do you no, send it? It's out? Not-
2: I have been trying to teach myself how to produce and stuff, but it's, it's, it's really a, a hard art to master. So I, mm-hmm. I have been sending it off, um, remotely and yeah, this actually all of my, oh my God, my brother is here. <laughs> no way. <laughs> I'm doing an interview. I'm doing an interview. You want to say hi? <laughs>
1: That's it.
2: Here's Grab my the marshmallows and do the chubby body mod. He's smiling right now. Oh, Not angry today. <laughs> um, sorry, what was the question?
0: Um, do you send off your uh, music? Oh, right. right.
2: Yeah, so all of my songs have been actually remotely mixed and um, produced, except for um, my song Talking Loud. Okay. So that's actually what I'm used to more of just like recording on my own and then sending it off. What um
0: I saw one video that you the you were working with a producer. What was that like? And did you what did you learn from them?
2: I I feel like I've learned I learned so much from that experience, just like how to work collaboratively right. on music. A lot of the stuff creatively I've done on my own. Like, my YouTube channel is just me filming and editing and doing all the stuff in my room by myself. And I think I just learned to let people in, like, creatively and, like, to collaborate in that way because I'm very, like, protective of my um, stuff that I create. I think, like, as artists, we all are. Yeah. And so lyrics and melodies like i found that it's actually really fun to be able to like bounce ideas off of people right and it's not as scary as you think once you find someone you're comfortable with and even just like singing in front of people i had to sing in front of him to record and i was like i can't do this like i'm freaking out i'm sweating but then it it turned out to be a really fun process and so i feel like I'm, i'm definitely like more open and i really want to collaborate in person with um more music people in the future yeah that's fantastic that's fantastic it's so interesting because i i will get stuck on these like tiny little details i'm like this needs to be one millisecond longer and then (laughs) my producer will be like hey like no one's gonna notice this in the grand scheme of things like i think we should focus on this part instead and like 99% of the times like when I send stuff to my friends to listen to i'm like hey do you do you think this sounds better or this sounds better?" They're like, "I literally can't tell a difference <laughs> like, it's like,
0: <laughs> yeah, that's the funny thing about music is you put so much work into it, and then people just, "Oh yeah, that's a good song
2: yeah, yeah, oh, yeah.
0: thirty eight mm. hours into this song, yeah, that's all you
2: gotta say." Yeah, you're like, what about this specific no? And they're like, oh, wait, yeah, sure. what? <laughs>
1: yeah, exactly. So uh the future, we got uh an EP in the works, some definitely some new singles, um YouTube videos obviously. Yes. I know you just finished uh the bathroom renovation.
2: Yes. Which
1: uh took longer than expected from uh from what I gathered. <laughs> yeah. Um what's sure. your next big project that you're gonna be working on?
2: I am trying to do a makeover for my brother's room. Nice, lots of lots of brother features, um, and I also my next big renovation project is the kitchen, which Solid. I will definitely be.
1: Sp-
2: Blood sweating and tearing over. <laughs> yeah. yeah, the bathroom renovation was insane. I've never done something like that before. Like, all the plumbing stuff I did myself, I was like, I Whoa, have no, no idea what I think, but hopefully it doesn't flood in here. Right?
1: <laughs> I don't like, like I, don't like, I fixed a little plumbing thing in my sink the other day, and I felt so proud of myself, and I was just like... I was like, man, like, if I didn't have YouTube or like any sort of tutorial, I'd be screwed. Like.
2: <laughs> yeah, plumbing really makes you feel powerful.
0: Yeah, yeah. that's awesome. <laughs> no wonder plumbers get paid so much.
2: Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> right on. Well, uh, Jen, we want to thank you so yeah, much so for much. coming on to the show. This was a really fun interview. You had lots of wise things to say.
2: Yeah, thank you so much for having me. Yeah, I had a lot of fun talking to you guys.
1: Awesome. Perfect. Well, we'll keep an eye out for that the new EP. And uh, we're excited to see uh, your YouTube and your music career grow. Thank yes. you so much. Best of luck. And uh, 2021 is going to be a good year.
2: Yes. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, but 2021, hopefully things look up for all of us. Um, hoping for the best.
1: Yes. Hey, and if you do a music career and you have a couple shows in Ontario, let us yeah. know by for sure. Awesome. Yes. <laughs> Thanks,
0: it. Jen. Okay. All right. Thank, thank you. you. Take care. Bye. Bye. Well, we want to thank Gen Z so much for coming onto the show and sharing all that stuff with us and being so open
1: um it was great chatting with her for sure and we chatted with her a few months ago a little bit update on her situation she's actually now moved from canada down to la and if you go to her youtube channel jen jen oration diy you can follow along with her vlogs on there subscribe to her on youtube and also check out her music career And make sure you check out her Spotify, Apple Music, because I feel like we're going to hear a lot more from her in the uh, few months to come. So, again, thank you, everyone, for listening to the show. Ten episodes in. We have a whole bunch more recorded, waiting to release. Make sure you follow us on social media. Subscribe to us on your favorite streaming service. Rate us if you can. And thank you, Melvin, for ten episodes. No,
0: thank you. And I just want to say also a big old thank you to everybody as well. Really appreciate it and make it worth it doing it, setting up these interviews with people. We're having a great time doing it, and we're learning tons. Every episode, there's something new that we're taking away from it, whether it's from the interview or just how to do a podcast. Absolutely. It's been a fun journey. So. Mm -hmm.
1: 10 more episodes. Ten. 90 more episodes. <laughs> 90 more episodes. Awesome. Have a great day, everyone. See you guys. Thanks.